0: Hello, my name is Gary Shotton and I'm happy to be with you again today and uh, today we're going to talk about writing a business plan. Wow, that's kind of like budget and diet. Who likes to write a business plan? Horrible. Well, you know what, it's kind of required if you're going to get a loan. First of all, never download a business plan from a software. One size does not fit all. It just, you missed the whole point if you're downloading something. Number two, don't pay somebody else to write your business plan for you. That's just a piece of paper. You don't know what's in it. You got to realize that the business plan is primarily for you. You think it's to give to the bank but it's for you to put down your thoughts in a logical fashion and I will tell you a good banker will know whether you have written it or where you paid for somebody or downloaded it because they're gonna ask you some questions and you need to understand it. It's not like the thesis at the end or, or term paper at the end of a college class, woo, I'm done with that. No, this is a live living piece of document. So I am really encourage you to do this on your own. And normally people have trouble, that, that have trouble writing their business plan have not asked enough questions. They've not got into their subject matter enough. Frankly, they don't know what they wanna do. So if you don't know what you want to do, it's pretty hard to write it down. So if you can formulate your thoughts after you've done kind of a feasibility study or after you've done some significant investigation, it'll be a whole lot easier. Now we suggest that you keep it short. Uh, Up to $300,000 or less, I'd say four pages would be enough. I borrowed, uh, I had a business of $2.75 million on this business right here, and I had eight pages. That's all, not eighty, eight. And I knew what was in there because I worked on it for six months. I rewrote it and rewrote it. Not to make a theme a pace, uh, like a paper to get an A on, in my, on my college course because my livelihood is in this. I wanted to understand it. I wanted someone that looked at it and read it, understand that they had my best interest at hand and they would criticize it and bring attention to things I might have missed. That's what you want. Now, there's two major parts to a business plan, typically. There's the written text, and then there's the financial statements. Now, the financial statements has another class all of its own, and I will do that, but I'll refer to the profit and loss, also known as the income statement, as our main document in reference to the business plan. So, we, I like to say that if you're writing your business plan in your native tongue, your native language, again, keep it short. Keep the first sentence exactly, concisely, what you're planning to do. Practice that. In speech, it's called an elevator speech. If something that you can say in one sentence that totally capsulates what you're planning to do. I'll try to leave a little time to give an example. Now, then your next of your pages, a total of four pages, would be following the format of your financial statement. Your financial statement is basically starts with income. And then below that per month, month by month, it shows your direct expenses. And below that, your month by month, it would show your overhead expenses. So I suggest after that first sentence that you start explaining what's gonna happen for income. Oh yes, you should include the corporate structure. Are you a corporation? I would wanna know that. Are you a sole proprietor? Do you have other investors? because that's very important to me if I'm looking to invest with you. But then I'm going to start with the income. How are you going to get income? What mechanism are you going to use to trace the income? How are you going to document that uh, income? And that's going to start matching that financial statement. And then you're going to talk about your direct expenses. And then you're going to talk about your overhead expenses. Now, let's do as quick as I can. Let's say I'm talking about a restaurant. And I've, on my first sentence I've said something like this, I plan to open a Chinese restaurant located at the corner of this corner and that, indicating how ritzy this is going to be. And then I'm going to have it open from lunch and dinner. I'm going to be open 20 days in a month, and I'm going to know from that what my average ticket is that on everybody that comes through my restaurant is going to be averaged together and I'm going to just say that I have 100 customers a day and they average $50 per ticket. Doesn't matter how many ate. Doesn't matter if there's a group of 15 or, or just one. Average them together because you're going to have to monitor this. Are you on track with that? So I would say that. I'm basing my financials on 20, 20 days a month, 100 customers a day, $50 a ticket, and I would multiply that out, I'll try to do it, uh, 20 by, uh, 20 by uh, uh, 50, that'd be $5,000 a day, and times 20 should be $100,000. If I'm wrong, correct me, okay? But that would be your income. Now, what's your expenses? I would have studied and known that the raw food cost is one of my base expenses. So I would know that that's gonna be roughly 20% of my income is gonna be for food. Can't be much more than that or you're gonna go broke. So if I have $100,000 in the first month as income, then I'm gonna have $20,000 in expense. And what other direct expenses do I have? Well, I'm gonna have a cook. I'm gonna have uh, some waiters. Well, they might get tips. Well, spell out, tell me briefly what they're gonna do. How are you gonna pay your waiters? What are, If I was to shut down the doors and that my direct expenses went away, these expenses would not be there, but I have overhead. Then tell me that. Based on my investigation and asking questions, I've determined that my rent is gonna be $4,000 a month or $2,000 a month. My utilities, write it down, use numbers. Let me read it. Let me know that you know what you're talking about. If I'm gonna ask you how you got your numbers, you should be able to point to that text. And they should match, month by month that what I've just described was your text matched with your financial statement. It's kind of like another language. If I'm learning Spanish, I know what agua is. It's water. If I know in my text statement, i written it in my native language, English, then I know my financial language. That would be my income. So I make those match all the way down the line. Last but not least, if you've got more information like a recipe or your history or employment, put a lot of stuff in an appendix. Don't clutter me down, don't make me read a whole document that's 50 pages thick just to loan you $300,000. I wanna get to the point. I wanna know that you know what you're doing. I wanna know that if I ask you a question, you wrote your plan and you understand it. Because I'm not investing in that plan, I'm investing in you. I'm investing in your ability to scrape through through good times and bad times. But it starts with a business plan. It's not optional. I really warn: don't borrow the money from grandma or auntie or uncle or, or your, their retirement account. Too risky, in my opinion, on your first business. Hope you've learned something. Thank you for being with me.